Welcome to this week's podcast from Terelgan City Church. We hope this message transforms and equips you to reach out. For more information about what's happening at TCC, head to terelgancitychurch.com or check us out on Facebook. We hope you enjoy this message. Merry Christmas and welcome to our Christmas online service today. It is so good to have you joining with us, wherever you're joining with us from. You know, I've got my glittery, a Christmassy jacket on today. And who's excited about Christmas this year? You know, who can believe that it's Christmas already? The countdown is on with only five days until Christmas. But is there anyone else out there that feels like it was February yesterday? And I think we can all agree 2020 for us here in Victoria has literally felt like February lockdown Christmas. And here we are, uh, close to Christmas, and we've seen, I think this year, we've seen the Christmas trees and the decorations go up quite early. Um, you know, the end goal was getting out of lockdown so that we could have some sort of normal Christmas with our family and friends and our loved ones, and everyone has been looking forward to Christmas. And, you know, this reminds me of a time when there was significant expectation for the Savior of the world to come. And we can see in Isaiah 9 verse 6 that Isaiah the prophet prophesied, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah lived 700 years before the birth of Jesus Christ. So there was a long-awaited hope and expectation for Jesus to come. Now, can you imagine the weariness in the waiting? Now, one of my favorite Christmas carols, and I say one of because um, if we got any fans out there that for that love Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you, every time that song com- comes on, it just... I just love it. It brings joy, brings happiness. But one of my favorite songs and carols at Christmas time is Oh Holy Night. We've got anyone out there that loves Oh Holy Night. But there's a line in that song that caught my attention this year. And I won't sing it, but it goes, A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. I think we can all relate to that line. It's been a wearisome year. And just maybe today, as you're watching on, you're needing a thrill of hope to be injected into your world. And here's the thing. Hope has come. And his name is Jesus. So often, we can only see the scene of the nativity. That's the only scene that we can see. You know, this cute, tiny baby Jesus It becomes the familiar scene at Christmas. Another nativity set with sweet baby Jesus. It can become the norm and, um, you know, all all the excitement loses, can lose its excitement and becomes boring because that's the only scene that we see. But there are other scenes in the story. You know, I was on a shopping trip in Melbourne a few weeks ago and as I walked into the store, the 
uh, Christmas carols were on and Hark the Herald Angels Sing was on and I was singing away as I was shopping and browsing through the clothes. And then as, as I was in the change room, um, the song came on, Born is the King of Israel. And I said to my friend, isn't it weird that we're hearing all about Jesus and it's the norm at Christmas as we shop? You know, no one questions the songs. They just sing along or they become extremely irritated by the repeat of the Christmas songs. But it's familiar. Everyone is familiar with the nativity scene of Jesus being born. But it's not the only scene. You see, the songs are singing about a saviour, a friend, a restorer, a redeemer, singing about someone who gave up his very life for me and you. And so there is more to the story. There is a thrill of hope and joy waiting for you. There is an excitement that Jesus didn't just come into the world as a baby and stay a baby, but hope came in the form of a baby in a manger. But it didn't stay there. You may be weary, you may be tired, you may be struggling, you may have lost your hope as you come into the end of 2020. But I'll tell you today that Jesus didn't stay a baby. Jesus grew up. Jesus walked a path to the cross so that we could be redeemed and restored. And he didn't stay on the cross either. You know, so often we can see the scene of Jesus hanging on the cross on statues or necklaces. And it's a great reminder. But he didn't stay on the cross. He's not still there. He conquered death and won victory. And we can now stand victorious in whatever we face in this life, knowing Jesus is with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Romans 8 verse 37 says, Overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loves us. Is anyone getting excited? Jesus is not still in the manger. Jesus is not still on the cross, but he is alive and living. Jesus is our living hope. And I love this scripture in John 1 verse 4. And it says this, Life came into being because of him. For his life is light for all humanity. And this living expression is the light that bursts through gloom. The light that darkness could not diminish. And I love that description. That Jesus is the light that bursts through gloom. And the light that darkness cannot diminish. You know, biblical hope depends on Jesus. Because he alone is able to give living hope. Through his birth, through his death and resurrection to all who trust in him. In other words, the hope that Jesus gives is living because he himself is alive and offers eternal life with him. Hope has come in full glory and power to reveal, to rescue, to revive and to restore. Hope has a name and that name is Jesus. Even before we get to the scene of the manger, in Luke 1 verse 30, we see an angel appears to Mary. And the scripture says this, But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. 
you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. And in Matthew 1 verse 20, an angel appeared to Joseph and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said to Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And there's something in that name that gives us hope. You know, the Hebrew version of Jesus is Yeshua, which means Yahweh is salvation, restoration and deliverance, or God saves, restores and delivers. And that is exactly what God did by sending his son for us, Yeshua, to be born of the Virgin Mary. He came to save us, to deliver us, to rescue us, and to restore us. You know, what a hope we have in Jesus today. We have a hope for the future that we will be redeemed, a hope for the present that we are not alone, but we are loved and we have purpose. Hope even over our past that our our failures are not greater than God's power to transform. Hope has come. Hope has a name, and his name is Jesus. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. You know, wherever this message finds you today, hope has come for you. And his name is Jesus. He is our living hope. There is one who waits for you, and he's no longer a baby in a manger. That was just the first scene. There is one that wants to show you love, joy, peace, and hope. You know, why is there all this fuss about Jesus? Why does it matter to us? Why does it matter to you? You know, the reason that there was such celebration all those years ago when Jesus was born and the angels appeared and there was so much excitement was because the people realized that there was no way back to God. Religion couldn't get them back to God. Being a good person couldn't get them back to God. The reason it was such good news is because God sent his son Jesus for you and for me. And because of him, there is a way back to God. And I love what it says in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18. It says, all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Jesus. Jesus waits for you. He doesn't invite himself in, but waits. You know, just as the innkeeper in the nativity story said, there's no room here. In the same way, we get to decide if there's room for Jesus in our lives. And if there is, I want to encourage you to invite him in today. There's a beautiful song that says, Noel, Noel, come and see what God has done. Noel, Noel, the story of amazing love. Light, the light of the world given for us. Noel. 
And we're going to play that song right now. And then come back and pray together. What a beautiful song. Come and see what God has done. The story of amazing love. Light of the world given for us. I want to pray for you today, wherever this message finds you this Christmas. And as I pray, I believe that God will meet you where you are at. So God, I thank you for every person watching on today. I pray that you would show them just how much you love them, that you care about the details of their lives, that you're not a faraway God, that you're not angry with them, but actually want to have relationship with them. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who came and is what we celebrate at Christmas time. We thank you that there is hope in you, Jesus. And when it seems as though we have messed it up, you continue to love us and wait for us. For those who have decided in their hearts to invite you in, I pray that you would show them who you are and reveal your love to them in the most amazing way. I ask that you would bless everyone watching on today, that no matter how far or near to you they may feel, that they would know that they are always loved by you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Bless you, church. Have an amazing Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to this week's message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. For more information about TCC, check out TerrellganCityChurch.com.